Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine this. You're stranded on an island forever. But don't freak out because you get to bring one dish with you. Your desert island dish. What is it? Every week, your hosts, Paul and Tegan, that's us. Hello. Hello. We'll ask this question. They'll chat with and torment a literal raft of guests on the island who'll dish up stories, gossip, and culinary secrets. But they all have one big thing in common. They bloody love food. Welcome to Dish Island. Friends, foodies, welcome back to a brand new episode of Dish Island. My name is Tegan Higginbotham. I'm sitting across from my, for some reason, shirtless husband, Paul Verhoeven. Yes. Paul, where are your clothes? Look, last season we left people on tenderhooks somewhat because Ed... Fast Ed told me how to cook a turkey, and he said it's really important to get inside the mind of the bird. At least I think he said he that. He absolutely and so, did not. No, look, I, I seem to recall him saying that. So I've been basting myself slowly in this kind of Duna blanket fort that we record in for the past hour before you even got here, and I am well done. Anyway, speaking of well done birds, this turkey <laughs> that I cooked at Christmas dinner for your family went Oh my God, it went down a treat. All right, you know what? In all fairness, before we look forward to the new season, (laughs) because there is so much there to look forward to, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you two minutes to look back, Paul, and you can tell everybody how amazing your Christmas turkey was. You know what, people? I call them like I see them. And that was a pretty damn fine bird. When I took it out of the oven, it was making that, you know, like nuclear sound. It was glowing. Uh, We made leftover sandwiches. I made my own gravy from the drippings. I made the stuffing outside the bird. It was an absolute showstopper. And you know what? Head over to our Instagram because I'm pretty sure that after the 12 Days of Dishmas miniseries that we churned out, Paul and I died because it turns out churning out 12 episodes in that space of time, really not a very good idea. Nope. So, I don't think we actually ever shared with you the photos of Paul's incredible Christmas turkey. Head to Dish Island so you can check them out. But for now, Paul, we do have so many big things planned this season. Yes. And a couple of big, scary food events on the horizon for us, which I'm already losing my mind about. For example, over the course of the last season, we made some pretty interesting foodie friends. And being the kind people that we are, we've said to some of them that we're going to host them for a dinner party. And I may not have slept properly since we made that call. Here's my problem. We might have to cook dessert for Darren Purchase. Now, now that's that's something of a tricky uh, <laughs> tricky sitch because we're okay. He's a, he's a wizard. This is like... This is like a child with a magic set trying to do a trick for Gandalf. This is not going to go down well. So over the coming weeks, we'll keep you updated with our dinner party progress. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is literally, it's like the, you know, the kind of mid-season kind of mini cliffhanger that they do on TV shows? Have they pulled off the dinner party or did they embarrass themselves in front of their new ex-friends? It's the latter. On top of dinner parties, we're also going to be going deeper into food discussions this mm. year because I'm going to be honest with you and speak really frankly, Paul and 
and I, since the beginning of this year, have been having pretty deep conversations about what food means to us. Yeah. And I think it all stems from the fact that towards the end of last year, all throughout 2020 as well, we were both subconsciously, and I hope I can talk on behalf of both of us, but we were both waiting for something to happen in our lives that would immediately make everything better again. Yeah. You know, that feeling of before COVID when we weren't stressed all the time. And then New Year's came around and that's just such a, you know, that signifies so much of change, new beginnings, but <laughs> the new beginnings weren't good and 2022 has continued to be relentlessly stressful. And we've realized that it's that we just can't keep doing things this way. We can't keep waiting for the world to make us happy again. Mm. And it's about controlling what we can. And that bubble of control seems to be shrinking each and every year. That's correct. But this year we have decided to find a place within ourselves where we can actually exert some control. And in fact, one place we can all exert some degree of control... Is my tummy. That's right. (laughs) Nom, nom, nom. No, the kitchen, right? Because when you are cooking, you are basically God. I mean, you are making fire and you are are bringing things to life. You are creating things in, in in an environment that you control. So even as the world around us spirals into the toilet and hopefully really picks its act up this year. In the meantime, we have decided to really exert some control and try and kind of make beautiful things and derive joy from what we can control. But it's not only about what we can control as well. It's about, I suppose, these these moments that I feel like I've certainly been missing. Connections with people, Mm. connections with myself as well, rituals, celebrations. I mean... Off the back of this, I have decided this year that I will not be buying hot cross buns or Easter eggs from the supermarket because I was so mortified last year when the day after Christmas, Boxing Day, I saw them all pop up in the supermarket. And they think that that's, that that's what we want, but instead you deprive me of that special moment. You deprive me of something that I can look forward to, that I can cherish. And instead you paint me and everybody in society as these, as these gluttons, these horrible gluttons who just need, 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 want, want, want. And I would like to think that we are actually better than that and that special things are still special. First of all, we're not. Secondly, <laughs> uh, I would ask a question. What is the actual benefit of putting Easter chocolate in the stores the day after Christmas when it will be off before before Easter. First of all, I don't think that's how chocolate works anymore. I think chocolate these days with how it's made uh. stays on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the opposite of off? On. I think okay. It's on for much longer. But yeah, I, I all I know is that if you've started buying Easter eggs from January, by the time April turns around, there's nothing to look forward to anymore. You've lost that moment, and I want to find those moments again. And I think I'm going to find them on a plate. Yep. Tegan is going to make her own hot cross buns. You've been talking about this for a little while. I have. I'm extremely excited. And I'm excited because I actually followed Darren Hayes' advice and uh, I've been making cereal milk ice cream. You have. From the Momofuku book. I'm going to try and make a cereal milk ice cream kind of with a with a hot cross bun spin because those Easter spices are really special and I'm not going to make them until the day before, God damn it. Goodo. Well, as you can see, we've got... Goodo? <laughs> what year is this? We're going to be delving into some pretty hot topics as well as our hot cross bun topics. We want to go deep with our guests this year, and there are going to be some incredible guests, starting with Ella Hooper next week. That's right. Ella Hooper, you may know her because, well, she's the ARIA-winning singer from Killing Heidi. She's an acclaimed solo artist. She's a radio host, and she was team captain on the Spicks and Specs revival. Ella is honestly one of our favourite people, and she's going to be 
kicking off our brand new season of Dish Island next week. I'm so excited to dive in. I'm so excited to share recipes and meals and celebration of food with you all for another jam-packed season. But right now, I'm so excited to wrap this up because I'm actually hungry. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see you later for more Dish Island. I'm Tegan Higginbotham. This is Paul Verhoeven. Eat your veggies. Eat your veggies. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Dish Island. Dish Island is a proud member of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.